Hey everybody, welcome into today's episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Let's not waste any time and just dive right in. Our first show takes us to Theater Row, to the Signature Theater, to be exact, where we saw the brilliant work by Anna Devereaux Smith, uh, Twilight Los Angeles 1992. I have been waiting so long, so long to see the show and it did not disappoint. Ever since I saw clips of this in that National Geographic the 2000s, whatever, the 90s, narrated by Rob Lowe. After I saw that, and then, of course, I love Anna Devereaux Smith because of her work in The West Wing, uh, I bought the play and I read it, and I was like, this is incredible. When they announced that they were doing it, I was like, I have to see it. And then, of course, COVID was like, no, you'll wait. See, and I knew absolutely nothing about this show, and when you said, hey, we're going to see it, and I'm excited, I was like, okay, let's do it. It was an empowerful and important piece of theater, and... Uh, it is. It's it's so relevant. It's it's been twenty almost thirty years. Yeah, almost thirty years, and it's still so relevant, which is good and really unfortunate too. If you know the story, that was incredible. There were incredible characterizations. You know. I mean, this was like ex- uh, excellent. I was looking for the word exemplary um, storytelling. Yeah. Great use of mixed media. Oh my gosh, yes. It was like it was like being in a, uh, a live scrapbook. It was beautiful. Yeah. Um, the cast was gender-blind casted, which was great. Um, men play men and women both played males and females. Um, so it was just really great because it was about the portrayal of the person, not about what gender was playing it. Right. And the fabulous use of simple costumes to differ the roles. A yes. jacket here, a hat there, what have you. They're ba- they were in a basic like gray outfit Black, to begin gray. with. And I love that the actors came out, took off their shoes, and then they started, you know. Yes. Um, and I thought that was perfect, and well, it just it allowed sh- everything to flow. Yes, because it allowed them to connect to themselves. We got to see them as themselves, and then jump into these people. It was an an incredible understanding of the text, which is so important. Definitely. They were connected and they understood what they were saying, which is so important to a piece of theater. Well, and the show made me realize um, I did not know the impact of the Korean Americans and the Korean immigrants that were uh, living in the area that were impacted by the LA riots. Mm-hmm. And this really brought that story to my attention. Yeah. Um, and it was captivating. Yeah. There, there wasn't just African-Americans affected by the L.A. riots. But, of course, we'll get into this in our full episode. Top to bottom, this was a solid, brilliant show, and I would love to see it again and again and again. Right. But, sadly to say, the show played its last performance on November 21st, 2021. <laughs> For our second show, we go just down the street to Theater 555, where we saw a new work called Turtle on a Fence Post. I guess more specifically, I saw a new work because this would be um, a certain someone's Broadway debut. You made your debut in Town on this day, so this was just me. Um, so you can feel free to ask questions and I'll fill it in. Um, I had a friend of mine named Richard Waite. He was in the cast. And um, I saw the show in previews. Very interesting story um, about a lawyer who was basically kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Bullied 
by former Governor Andrew Cuomo before he was Andrew Cuomo, or governor, when he was the attorney general. There was a total abuse of power that went on. Ah. And it was interesting that, you know, we're only a few months since the sexual harassment allegations and accusations, and now he's not governor anymore. And I'm like, wow, this show came out quick. <laughs> um, but it was, I, I, I appreciated that. I was like, this is, I, I didn't know the story, and now I want to go learn more about it. Um, I loved all the different characters and characterizations that each actor played. Similar to Twilight, there was a cast of, I think, six, maybe eight people, and they all played different characters. Okay. Uh, complete with wigs and everything. Um, so I loved the costumes, and the full wig changes were great. The music was all in all fantastic. So this was a musical, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah. A couple of the songs could have used a little bit more love, but across the board, there are some really good songs in there. Um, the story had a lot of heart to it, uh, and there was a great design through and through. I love that it opened. It, it's set in like a comedy club, that, and then you go other places, obviously. But the guy that they talk about, I guess, became a stand-up comedian, so it's kind of told, and he uses his humor to get him through. I mean, okay. he talk about a Law & Order episode, like a total miscarriage of justice. It, it's a fascinating story. Um, and when we, if you Google Turtle on a fence post, you can find out who it's about and you can read about it or you can wait till our episode comes out about it because it is. It's a shocking, unfortunate show. Sadly, this show also closed on November 21st, 2021. And that concludes this episode of the Broadway Bulletin. Be sure to tune in to our next edition coming out every Tuesday and Saturday. Until next time. I'm Hope Bird. And I'm Andrew Cortez, reminding you to turn off your cell phone. Unwrap your candies and keep your mask on. And keep talking about the theater. In a stage whisper. Thank you. If you like what you hear, please leave a five-star review, like, and subscribe. You can also find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Stage Whisper Pod. And feel free to reach out to us with your comments and personal stories at StageWhisperPod at gmail.com. Our theme song is Booga Blues by U.S. Army Blues. Other music on this episode provided by Evan Schaefer and Billy Murray. <laughs>